0: Sure, let's do it.
1: Okay. Hi, Brittany. Uh, my name is Nicolette. I am the creator for the podcast titled You're Worthless. Read that again. It's juxtaposition of Your Very Soul. I'd like to say thank you very much for reaching out with that energy that I love so much to me to be um, uh, interviewed on my podcast. I really appreciated it. I think after reading your profile, I think you'd bring such um beneficial insights to my listeners and also your following so um without further ado let me just uh read out an introduction about yourself to our listeners and then we can dive into the questions okay (laughs) hi guys we have Brittany kano kano
0: kano you got it
1: oh okay uh who is the founder of faithful fitness by Brittany and holistic nurse coaches she has true passion for guiding others to prioritize their well-being so that they can fulfill their life's purpose with peace and passion. Brittany holds a bachelor's degree in science of nursing and is a certified life coach, personal trainer, health coach, EFT, and mindfulness practitioner, yoga instructor. She utilizes her background as a critical care nurse of 13 years combined with her expertise in holistic wellness and somatic training to bring you transformation that is enjoyable and sustainable. Welcome, Brittany.
0: Hi, Nicolette. Thanks for having me. Great to connect yes. with you and your audience. And I love the title of your podcast. Definitely made me do that double look I'm like, hold on, there's got to be something to this. I'm like, oh, this is good.
1: I love that reaction. I love getting that reaction from my guests. So, Brittany, tell 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 us what was it like growing up as Brittany? I know.
0: Well, I grew up in the Midwest of the United States. I'm definitely a small town girl. I had these great aspirations of being a big city girl when I was younger, and then when I experienced a decent sized <laughs> city, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm such a small town girl." <laughs> so <laughs> I I grew up in the Midwest. Uh, lots of out playing outdoors and you know kind of, a little bit of a tomboy like definitely like to do sports and get dirty and do all that kind of stuff and we'd play like wars in our neighborhood but then um I, when I was around 9 years old my dad passed away he was um actually killed tragically and so i think from there i felt like I always was kind of an old soul says my mom like at 4 i was worried about taking the trash out <laughs> But at at, at nine, really, I feel like I I kind of entered adulthood in a lot of ways. And so like, just, you know, grew up fast from that point on. So that was really, you know, I think had such a profound impact on my life losing my parents, such a a young day, a young age, and I was so close with my dad as well. (laughs) So I feel like that incident really had a lot of definition of like how we identified ourselves in our family for a long time you know Mm -hmm. somebody who had this tragedy like almost from it was hard I I don't want to take away from the grief of that but almost like lived in a in some victimhood from that so when I got older I realized a lot of the choices I made were from a place of that grief you know and like running from that pain I spent a lot of time in my life running from that pain until about 10 years ago. Thank thank God, right? I had a, a wake-up call that I listened to right. and really went down that journey of self-discovery and healing. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for my entire path, right? Because even those hard times, those dark times, we learn a lot, we grow a lot, right? I don't think they're for nothing, but... yes grateful that I have been able to work through a lot of that and that like inspires the work that I do today. Like it really those heartaches in my life are such an inspiration for the work that I do in the world. Beautiful. So
1: let's dive into that. So uh, I think we, we can start with what is EFT? When I first saw it I was like is it exchange? No, it's ETF. I know, right? It could be so many things. I
0: think when you look up EFT too online, there's like different definitions. So the EFT that I am a practitioner of is called emotional freedom technique. It's also right. known as tapping. So we have mm-hmm. like different acupressure points in our body. Like here's one on the side of the hand underneath the pinky for people who, who can't see us. And when we tap on these certain Spots in the body, if you think about acupuncture, kind of the same idea, but when we tap with our fingertips on those, it lowers the body's stress response. So I don't know about you, but I already kind of feel like I feel just a little bit more relaxed by doing that. (laughs) So it lowers cortisol, which is really cool. And there's different tapping points. And we combine that lowering of the stress response, that acupressure tapping, with (laughs) Modern day psychology. So we fit, we address whatever is going on. Like, for example, just to make a broad statement, like, even though I'm under a ton of stress right now, like I'm safe in this moment, even though I'm under a ton of stress right now, like I love and accept myself no matter what. And then we would tap through the points and you'd address wherever you're feeling tension, like I'm feeling the stress in my shoulders, I feel it in my jaw, I haven't been able to sleep. My thoughts are all over the place. I'm yeah. really irritated, like whatever it is. And so some people might say, well, I don't want to think about that or bring attention to it. But here's the thing, like so much of the time in life, we kind of try to shove these things that we don't want to deal with away. Exactly. So EFT, we're able to address it, but from a lesser stress response, because we're doing that tapping. Right. So actually, we face the whatever the issue is head on, but with less stress response to it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll feel like people will feel a shift. Like people might rate their stress at an eight. And as we tap through by the end, their stress is either for that situation. Maybe it's a two, maybe it's gone, right? The stress level goes down. Yeah. And then once we like feel a decrease in stress, then it's like, I'm open to seeing this in a different way. You know, what? I'm open to feeling peace in my mind. I'm open to letting go of this. I'm open to finding like, healthy coping mechanisms maybe things aren't as bad as i'm feeling like they are so like we come like you do a whole journey with this tapping but it only takes like five to ten minutes which is really cool right
1: so it's like basically centering yourself by so let's say if i have a like some like 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 a pain on my shoulder so i just tap here and then Mm -hmm. visualize Is like
0: is that right no actually there's like specific okay. spots that you would tap okay. and you would address though like i have you can uh, do yeah. it for pain I, I, yeah you've you you seen, seen that people doing this yeah <laughs> where they're like it all over like the eyebrow point the side I, of the I, eye I thought it was like opening the third eye you know <laughs> it eye. could be that too yeah. some people will do in the center under the cheek under the nose oh. um and you can do it You know, if you are having pain there, but you just wouldn't specifically tap on the pain spots, but you could Mm -hmm. be like, "Oh, I feel that pain," and you keep that curiosity piece towards the pain and explore the pain because sometimes it's the resistance, right? That like, "Oh, the pain is so horrible, I can't deal with it," Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, whether it's mental pain, physical pain, and sometimes in that resistance, we have more suffering. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Because the
1: more you resist, the more the
0: more energy would be, you know, clashing there. And therefore, there's no flow, right? It does. It helps helps, um, connect the mind, the body, the emotions. It also helps open up energy. Beautiful.
1: So, um, Brittany, how did you go from nursing into holistic wellness coaching? Walk astray. Yeah,
0: actually, working in ICU, one night I have this patient and she was a code blue. So she'd stop, her heart had stopped. We had to I, resuscitate her. you walk her. me through the codes. So like I have
1: friends who are nurses, but they yes. know
0: the codes. <laughs> yeah. So, so a code blue, where we work, right? Every place is different. It's when somebody either their breathing stops, their right. heart stops, or both, or they're both. on the brink of that. Like they're mm-hmm. going to, lo- they're on the verge of like losing life. Okay. Right. So it's a very emergency response. So this patient was that. Uh And she, we were able to bring her back to life. And she came into the ICU. And this woman was young. She was in her 60s, early 60s. And she had a lot of preventable diseases. She had heart disease. She was overweight. She had high blood pressure. She had type 2 diabetes. And I just remember thinking, dang, like, I would love to be able to help people not end up in this position. You because know. while some things are not preventable, right? We can't prevent yeah. absolutely everything. Certain things are, and around that same time was when I was going on my healing journey. So, really, I'm just like, I gotta. Everybody who need, wants to know about the fact that we can take care of ourselves in a more meaningful way, that we can reverse disease, that we can overcome the shame and the pain of our past. Yeah. Anybody wants to know about that? Like, I want to share yeah, that I, with them. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, oh my gosh. So that really, like that patient plus my own journey, like w- it was just inspired me. That's why I started my company probably like a month or two after that. Really? You know, was back like, in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I started it, off. Yeah. With, yeah. I started <laughs> off with health coaching and personal training. So I just added that into nursing because as nurses, coach. yeah, right. we know that we know the body, we know how to mm. take care of, you know, we learn a lot about that in school. So I can like, Help from that angle and then add in those other skills was really helpful on how to really promote well-being
1: right so you're um so how busy are you like what what does your what does your day to day look like
0: Well let That's me tell like... you, Nicolette. I used to be extremely busy I am a recovering <laughs> habit, recovering all syndrome recovering I <laughs> <laughs> am recovering over Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like during the pandemic, I was running my holistic wellness coaching business full time. I ended up going back and working in ICU full time during the pandemic. And I like I got burned out and I didn't even know I was burned out. And it really like my body spoke to me. My body was like a mess, all kinds of GI issues, even though I felt like I was taking good care of myself. I had a solid practice of taking care of myself at that time. So that was a really big wake up call for me to like explore what is a really true balance or between work and life. Oh my God. I love what I do and it's easy for it to be all consuming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes we tend to go to the extreme, right?
1: Like we, okay. Because we we think that we found our passion. Okay, but I'm going to throw everything that I have of my my body into this. But then
0: again, you will tip the scale. It's not (laughs) balanced. It was so not how? balanced, yeah. I definitely like in my masculine energy, like, oh my 90% god, yes. of the time, like, go, I'm like, go, go, I gotta grind, go. I got yeah. this, got these goals, like, let's do this. It was hard yes. to rest, but I was just like, that's just how I am, like, mm-hmm. I just am a busybody, <laughs> I gotta get things done. And so now I definitely honor my cycles a lot more, I give myself breaks, I you know. Check in. I'm really like big on checking in on like where I'm at mentally, physically, emotionally, and choose from a a, a place of like that self honoring place instead of like I have oh, to do this right so now. True. Yeah. Like, but it I'm took at a at time lot time to, to about... get to this point. Oh yeah, it,
1: it it took about like I don't know like retraining your 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 mind and as well as talking to yourself so kindly that says okay just take the time off and then come back to it and not punish yourself for for setting the, okay, um, 10 o'clock, you better, like for me, just now. I, I came back, uh, I have a nine to five as well. So I came back, yeah, I came back um, at around 8, 8.30. And then I was like, um, lucky enough, I prepared your question. So I was like scrolling a little bit. And then I, I took a 10 minute nap and I'm like, okay, you can't. We can now get up and then prepare.
0: But yeah, it's important to take those pockets of rest and take that time. I used to like every day, like big on the time blocking, like back to back to back. Oh, I have 15 minutes. What can I do in this 15 minutes? And so I allow a lot more fluidity. There's times, right? There's days like that. Like this morning's kind of like that. I'm traveling at the end of the week. I used to, if I, traveled i'd be like oh how many clients can i still see while i'm traveling oh my god now i try to really be more immersed in whatever it is that i'm doing and like honor where i'm at too like make sure my capacity is able to fully be present with whatever it is that i like that i have yeah Yeah.
1: 100% utilized, right like Yeah. yeah that was that was really good so okay how have your own personal traumas turned into
0: triumph? Well, I'll give you one for example—the one I was just talking about, right during the pandemic. At mm-hmm. that point in time, it was like January, February of twenty twenty-one, and I remember thinking, like, okay, I should definitely be able to do more than I'm doing right now. Yes, I'm working full-time. Again, job. struggle. Again. Yeah, yes, I'm working, working, running. Yeah. You know, my my <laughs> coaching practice full-time, but. There's got to be a way I can do more than what I'm doing, and then I ended up in a gastroenterologist office with serious oh GI issues. And thank goodness I listened to that, right? Like I'm grateful that I had the wisdom to say, "Hold on, mm-hmm. this isn't just happening for nothing." So for the listeners who are having physical symptoms, our mm-hmm. body is communicating with us. Something's oh, up. Yeah. Pay attention. Like these are gifts. I know they don't feel like it, but if we're we choose to look at them, our body's really getting our attention really and telling speak. us speak yeah. yeah yeah like hey like, so i listen to that exactly yeah i listened to that and like yes it was hard going through that and like the healing process of you know having a tore up gut and all the issues i was having mm-hmm. and it drives my work on such a deeper level now because i'm so um it's you i Yes. And I teach from a place of like, we need to be able to self-regulate. It's a superpower mm. to self-regulate rather than like, oh my gosh, how do I find myself in a GI office? Or how did I find myself? It's so hard to get out of bed today. Or how do I find myself? I can't sleep because I have so many projects going and I'm so wound up. Rather yeah. than ending up in those places, we can self-regulate and notice when we're getting into those danger zones. So like a majority of what I do now is foundational work with my clients is Let's, let's regulate you. Let's teach you these tools to self-regulate because that's a superpower, right? That nobody yeah. can take away from you really when we have yeah. that ability to create our inner calm. Cause so much of the time we're like, I'll be calm. I'll be okay. When?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: When? Yes. Yeah. So that, that hardship really so much good has come out of it. And I like, it feels really good to work and live in the way that I live now. It feels more aligned than before and i thought you know sometimes we we are living aligned or Mm -hmm. you know we're living on our path and then something like a you know a trauma happens and it just takes us even more closer to what's our truth our north star that is so true that is the i
1: would say the the switch that's gonna pivot you okay you're ready
0: but we're gonna shake you up a bit Let's get to oh that. totally <laughs> totally and then later on in 21 I had a a situation happen um, I haven't shared about it in detail like publicly I'm not quite ready yet but it was really like where you feel like the rugs pulled out of you like what you yeah. think you really know to yeah. be true a lot of that was like oh so again that was even more hard than the the gut issues like heart wrenchingly hard but it did give me the opportunity to notice, like discover where I was still like grieving my dad from 25 years ago I would have never thought that I've heard that right like yeah I didn't know I hadn't grieved that person and I didn't Mm -hmm. think that that was me and then I found oh you know unless you heal those wounds they just keep showing up in some way shape or form Yes, yeah and that was like oh okay in my face I guess I still have you know healing to do around this. We always have healing to do around this, yeah. but it was definitely uh knock you down, uh, <laughs> but build oh you up. Right. I'm in a much yeah, better yeah. place now, even from that, like so many beautiful things have come out of that. I feel much closer to myself, much closer to my soul, to my work. I quit drinking alcohol. Like it just became like easy. Like, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really need that anymore. That's not really a substance that I need in my life. So those hard tags that anybody listening knows about. If we choose, they can be the catalyst for really profound, beautiful change in our life.
1: So, um, okay, let's move on to the next question. Like if you have one, if you
0: could share one wellness tip, what would it be? It's going to sound so simple. People and may not, <laughs> it's, it's breathing, like connecting with your breath, And breathing down into the belly. Like so much of the time we're wearing our shoulders as ears or earrings, right? So drop those shoulders down, lengthen the spine, and breathe down into the belly. Let the exhale, let the out breath be longer than the inhale. And another breath I really like, it's going to be a double inhale through the nose. And then a sigh. Do like three to five of those close I felt breaths. like
1: just one time. It's like my brain opened up a bit. <laughs>
0: yeah, it really does. It activates that parasympathetic nervous system, and for a lot of Whoa. us, you know, we're in the sympathetic so much, so it helps balance the nervous system, balance our body, and also it connects us with the moment, so we're more present in the moment, and it connects us with ourselves. I mean, we breathe so many breaths a day, but so much of the time we it's don't like, even yeah. pay attention, take for granted. Yeah, yeah. So to start to really tune into the breath because it's, it's an anchor, right? It's anchor into the present, anchor to ourselves. And then it has that ability to calm, ability to create that groundedness. And it's free. Exactly. Yeah, I to say <laughs> and it's that. It's so free. simple. We can all do it. You can fit anywhere, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, how do you recommend someone get started on their healing journey?
0: I say follow the breadcrumbs. You're not going to have, we're never going to have the whole picture figured out. I know Hmm. that we want to sometimes, or that it's pitched to us that we'll just have it all, you know, that big, great plan. And yes, I'm all about having a plan and a vision. And it's like just getting started, whether it's with. Going to a therapist, if you have a lot of emotional, mental stuff you're dealing with, you're not moving your body at all, start with walking. Like, your eating is a wreck. Maybe you start with one meal a day, like, that you're going to start to improve on, right? It's like, doing that foundational work, what I find is people want to, we want the end game, right? We want yeah. the ultimate health, whatever that is. yes. And we have to really humble ourselves and remember, like, it's one thing at a time. That's like, all those people, they didn't just, weren't just born it, into that. Like, exactly. there's this, years of journey exactly to get there. So get started. Stay consistent. That's something that, you know, I hear a lot from my clients when we first start working together. It's so hard to stay consistent. So it's like picking something, staying consistent with it. Lay the foundation. Have a solid foundation. We have to, right? Because you yeah. just have it hot, but you don't actually ever create that really consistent change. We have to have the basics before we can go to the next level, like a video game, right? You don't just conquer the whole game. You have to do level after level. <laughs> the same thing yeah. goes for our, our wellness. Okay, wait, hang on. My cat is... <laughs> Just in the. Oh, I saw him back there. Yeah, my mom was not here. She she ran off. Yeah, you have one. You have a dog. Yeah, she's cute. Oh. She's about the size of the cat. She's kind of oh, small.
1: Yeah, this one is like everywhere. But today he's he's, he's, he's behaving. Yeah, it's he's just. got like, your home. Yeah, this is actually my humble abode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just hooked up my corner and say, okay, you know what? I don't need fancy um um, equipment for now riverside and a pad
0: yeah riverside is great and it's like like same example right just getting started we don't have to have all of the things so many things to like (laughs) when I get everything lined up then I'll get started. Like no right now. Don't wait till Monday. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just get started. Environment's huge too if you can set yourself up for success with your environment. Like for True. example, if you're changing your eating habits, like mm-hmm. get the junk food out of the house, right? Yeah. Maybe don't go out to eat all the time with like, your friend that you like order five yeah. dishes, you know, and, and <laughs> you like can't, you know,
1: fit your clothes <laughs>
0: by the time you leave. You're so miserable. Like, you yeah. know, talk to them, let them know, hey, this is what I'm up to. You got to like get everybody involved. That's like what I find yeah. works a lot too. that accountability piece, like trying to set up your environment so that it's easy. We want to make it as yeah. easy as we can <laughs>
1: Exactly like I I started eating I started um, shifting uh two or three meals in a week uh by eating just vegetarian based food and then I I I wasn't even my intention to influence my colleagues but then whenever during lunchtime uh that they, that they, that asked they they would ask me like Nicole do you want to Nicole do you want to go and, do you want to have lunch with us I said Mm, I think today I'm I'm having vegetarian. Do you want to come? Vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, no, I like meat. Okay, fine. And then I think two, three times they heard me saying that. And they said, hmm, I'm curious. What is this? Okay, let's go. <laughs>
0: so- I'm so glad you brought that up. It's so true. So, like, that's another thing that when you start making those positive changes, it has a ripple effect to everybody around you. Like, I have a client who i worked with and her husband got on the video call at like the end of our, our coaching program was like, I don't know what y'all have done, but our relationship is so much better. And like, he's like, I quit drinking. I haven't drank for 120 days and I'm saving like a thousand US dollars a month. He was like, so just whatever you've done with her. And she never told him about like not drinking or anything. She just worked on herself. And so she was interacting with him differently. And same thing with you. Like you're like eating vegetarian and then people are like, Oh, there are perks in that. Maybe I should yeah. just join her for that. And, and that colleague
1: of mine, he seen results. I think within one week, he lost a few pounds.
0: So yeah,
1: cool. Nicolette, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it my routine. At least three days out of seven days, I'm eating this. So whenever we go, we go. We don't we don't go to that same place, but we go to a different place. But even sometimes i will take chicken he will stick to the the veggies and i'm like
0: nice
1: i'm so proud of you. i'm so proud yeah, of you. Guess, getting all those phytonutrients, nutrients all that
0: fiber yeah you go <laughs> right yeah it's Thank so cool you so much yeah my husband will say that a lot he's like i'm healthier because you know i'm married to you but now let me tell you like He's such a positive influence on me because there's times that I'm like, I don't really feel like exercising right now. He's like, Well, you want to work out with me? Or like now he's on a cutting out bread kick, and so I'm like, Okay, maybe I don't need bread with every single day, (laughs) whatever, every other day. So it's really cool when you have people around you too that are positive influences. Yeah, it's like it's like they. They, they mirror it back to you and you know, oh, okay, I'm doing something right. Here. Yeah. It's such a, it's a, such a good reminder. So again, too, to go back to your question, somebody who's like, I'm just getting started, find people who are positive influences. Mm-hmm. I know at one time in my life, I didn't have a lot of positive influence in my life. And I would have said, well, where do I go? That yeah. intention of, I need positive influence and want positive influence is enough. You'll find it there. There's people out there. It's just yeah. I didn't have a lot of positive influence at one time in my life because I wasn't
1: looking for it. <laughs> and because we were not at that vibration that we we probably were, were not ready at that point yet.
0: But true. Once right. we make
1: the decision, you'll start attracting the right
0: people with the right vibe. Yeah. That's very true. That is so true. Yeah, I wouldn't have received it at that time. I just wasn't there in my in my awareness, in my energetic <laughs> field in my mental field, like I wasn't there, and I think there is something to be said about our journeys, you know and in trusting them and yeah. staying open, especially when we're in those dark places and in those open. struggles that that's not what we're destined for, like there is yeah. something outside of that because when we're in a dark spot, sometimes I think that, that is the it's end easy of the to world. fall trapped that this is it yeah so you know what we do as humans, but it's like remembering. Oh no, this is temporary. Everything's this is just yeah. temporary. Yeah, I love, yes, I love that. Everything is temporary. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that impermanence, right? Yes, the, yes, that is so true. Because, um, I mean, even on Earth, it's our time is temporary, so nothing so even
0: temporary.
1: If, yeah, it's like you have one hundred blocks, and if you have a bad day here, it doesn't mean you have bad life. It's just a bad day.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's a big thing with, um, I try to go back to Thich Nhat Hanh's five remembrances. One of them right. are like, I'm of the nature to grow old and die, right? Like that's yes. one of the things. And then also to a self-compassion practice, which is like bringing mindful awareness to our suffering without like getting like defined by that one bad day or that one bad event, bad air quotes, you know what I mean? Or one, tr- like, keeping our awareness open and not, but not disconnecting from the suffering and then remembering yes. like, cause go to that place of I'm all alone. I'm the only one who has this tragedy, right. Or whatever it is. And it's unique to you, but yeah. it's across the board, all, all humans everywhere suffer. Yeah. And so that helps me keep things in perspective. Like, ah, yeah, this is, and, and not to discredit our suffering, right? Not to like devalue yeah. it, but to I'll remember yeah. everybody everywhere suffers. I'm not the only one. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because it means it feels like it, right? It's We're like, oh God, why me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I'm just remembering like, and then with compassion, it's like, what kindness do I need for myself or... How do I need to protect or provide for myself right now? Sometimes we need that nurture, but sometimes we need that, like, we've got to stand up for ourselves in this situation. Well, we speak the same language (laughs) so much. (laughs) Okay, so um, what are your top three mental health tips? Top three mental health tips. Believe it or not, to move your body. Like, they've done studies that with a placebo, somebody exercising and somebody on antidepressant, like moving our body is equivalent to an antidepressant effect. For me, exercise movement, it shifts everything. Like if I get a client in session, we start with like, you know, talk, talking, coaching, that kind of thing. And if we do some movement, it's amazing how much it shifts the state. It's just we need to move our bodies. We are not meant to just sit down all the yeah. time. So yeah. moving our body, it's imperative, right? We're holistic beings. We have to move our bodies to, and it supports our mental health, not just our physical health. So that would be one. The second would be community, like living yeah. in isolation or, or, you know, being lonely or not having a strong, positive community. It takes years off our life you look at the blue zones, you look at the qual- people who are living oh 100 plus God. years of quality. I, yeah, I watch. I love that. That It's that. amazing. And they all um, have community. You yes. have to have a, po- and I want to say a, a community of any sort is important. And if you can have a positive community, even, even much better, right? It's going to support you yeah. in your mental health. But I would say even having, unless it's abusive, right? Having some kind of community versus no community at all is going to Going to help with your mental health. It's imperative as as human beings. I mean, we saw during the pandemic. I think mm-hmm. in combination of all the other factors, that loneliness piece yes. really put a lot of people in a dark spot. Yeah,
1: I mean, me included.
0: Yeah, yeah, it Had was, it was hard, right? Yeah. yeah, we need to connect with other people, even if you're introverted. Like, you still need to have a support system. And have that role in the support system to give, you know, give and receive with other human beings. And then the other third mental health tip would be that ability to self-regulate. So I teach from the window of tolerance. So it's, like, starting to notice when you're regulated. when And regulated as in, like, I'm grounded right now. I feel safe. Like, I'm in a calm spot. I don't feel like I'm in survival mode. And, and some people might not even know what that feeling is like. So it's like these practices of, of deep breathing, of activating the vagus nerve, of uh, doing the healing work, whether it's inner child healing or shadow work. Like these are ways in which we can start to not live from that survival response. Cause I find right. that if we're dysregulated, if we're always on the verge of like freaking out, like we yeah. can't focus, yeah. we're anxious all the time. We can't. we Yeah. Yeah. Or we're like, we don't even care, right? We don't give a crap what's going on in life. We're burned out. We're kind of apathetic. We're unengaged. Like when mm. we're in those places, we're in that survival mode. And so of course, you're not going to be able to do any deeper work. If you're yes. in those phases, That's, no wonder it's so hard to get into your no yeah, yeah, we haven't even done the. Oh, sorry, we haven't even done the basic work or work or yeah. basic, you know, sure. foundation of being able to self-regulate. So even whoever's listening to start to look up how do you self-regulate? What is nervous system regulation? How is my my nervous system? Because that has an effect. It's the homeostasis of our of our body of our mind, and so if that's out of whack, it's hard to do any of the other things. Right? If our sleep's out of whack, it affects. Everything. If that's our mental health, big time. Yeah.
1: Thank, Thank you. you.
0: <laughs>
1: How do you see connection being a curative modality for healing? We, we touched a little bit just now.
0: Yeah. You know, when I started doing this healing work, I did. I thought I was, I felt alone. Maybe I didn't think yeah. I was totally alone because I knew other people who had hard times in their life, but I really was private with it. There was a lot of shame. And shame, love, silence. Mm-hmm. And secrecy. Yes. And judgment. Yes. Criticism. Right? right. Brown's word. It yes. loved it. Yes. And that's kind of like where I hung out a lot. Right? From the outside looking in though, I don't think people would most people notice. No. I was like smiling. Yes. I was had my own homeowner in my 20s, like lots of friends, worked in the hospital, very social, right? Very social, like I, yeah. But yeah. I was had a lot of shame. And when I started doing that healing work and hearing other people open up about their issues as well, oh my gosh, it like leveled the playing field. Like, oh, the doctor over here has a problem. This 22-year-old kid has this shame. This... 45 year old successful author and like it just for me it was mind-blowing because I didn't grow up with like a lot of vulnerability a lot of like honestly sharing what was going on you know and if I did it was just from a headspace not from a like heart-to-heart space so I think community for that sense of like realizing that all oh, humans are passing through something and like having that safe and vulnerable space is really powerful in, in community. And then on the flip side, like doing things that you enjoy that build you up as part yeah. of a community is, is so therapeutic and where it's at. Like you look back at all our ancestors, like they had, a, they had a tribe, right? They had people, they had a community that they had to talk to or they would die. Yeah, and they're still, you know, you know, we, really yeah, we can yeah. just stay in our rooms in order food and amazon prime and never leave right we won't physically die but i think mentally and emotionally and spiritually if that's our life we're probably we're dying because we need that connection if you're right it fuels us it really does um we host retreats and one of the biggest things about the retreat setting is we create a really safe loving um intimate vulnerable container and that's one of the things that is so transformative for people is to be able to be them their real self authentically and open their hearts because I you know we've been shown so many times in life that it can be scary to open our hearts yeah and so through a community a safe community we have that opportunity too to be our authentic self and really open our hearts because there's so much joy in that if we keep our hearts open
1: yeah I think I think I once I started my own journey going inward and and right now I'm still on it but I think I'm much I'm in a much better place uh, since I first started and I think this I have come to believe that life is good life is beautiful no matter if i don't have like everything that i i am at peace and i think the most important thing that a person should have um it's 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 inner peace because when you have this and that material possessions but you don't have peace here and here you're
0: (laughs) yeah it's just it's not it's not it's it's such a gift to be able to have that inner peace and I think we're always on the journey, right? I know, like some of the spiritual mentors that I look up to, I hear them, and I'm like, oh, they still struggle. <laughs> we're always yep. going to have those have those struggles, but if we can come back to life is good, right? Mm-hmm. And so much of life is perspective. We can put on the perspective of like everyone and everything sucks, or we can, you know, put on the perspective of life is good and things are overall everything is is good and we get to choose (laughs) yes yes choice you always have an option yeah oh that was so powerful too simple as it is to like really get that at the core like we have the choice because it can be like i am this way i've always been this way oh the always have been oh Oh, my family's uh, like this but it's like we can this is our me. Role in the me. This is yeah. me like when I hear
1: people say that yeah it's you but you have a choice you always have a choice.
0: Yeah. And sometimes when we're in those places we don't it doesn't feel like it but like we have a choice how we engage in that situation. There's right. things that happen we don't have a choice, right? Like a Yeah. a hurricane comes and hits Florida. I don't yeah. really get to decide if it does or not. But there's certain things that I'll be able to have choice in. Even if I was like stranded in my, in my house with 10 feet of water, there's still things that I could choose or sure. not choose. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's up to each individual, but that's like such a powerful Reason. place to live from is like, okay, yeah. I have some, some choices here, at least. You're not Way stuck. more choices than we even can account for though. Cause I know like exactly. our mind will see like, five possibilities and there's like five million possibilities yes (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) and i think the most important thing is that if you're if 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 if, i think what's helped me um whenever i feel like i'm in a in a position that i don't think i can go through i would just pivot and say okay um i'm I'm not stuck it's it's all in here let's just figure out let's reframe and then let's there's always always a way, way out and and it's it's done wonders in my life I don't get headaches anymore because yeah, I cool. yeah because before I think during the pandemic I was working with <clears throat> one of the um, I was working with big four one of the big four so they, they the hours are super crazy and the the, the projects are meetings are back to back and projects are so taxing where I, I i'm always in an anxious state like my i would my boss would text me and i was like oh my god i need to reply i don't get to eat properly and then that at one point i thought that i had i had really bad headaches and then at one point i thought touch wood i'm gonna have like aneurysm like you know
0: that because you can feel it to the point like like, stress I, I is
1: to yeah such stress.
0: a real thing That's that can wreak havoc on every aspect of our life when not managed. And then, and then I just had to—I
1: had to stop and listen to myself because I think I feel like I was drowning. My body is drowning, and then like if you continue on, you're gonna drop dead one of these days. So what I did was I took a sabbatical. I wanted to just resign, but um, after consulting my father, she, he was like. I think you should take some time off and I took it and then I it was so hard two months not even enough but I had to like be really slow that I had to really unlearn everything that I that I picked up all the toxic behavior toxic thinking yeah the belief and and oh yeah it was a tough journey, but it has brought me here and right now speaking to you those are just the building blocks. And, and
0: like how powerful that you everything. recognized it. You're like, yeah, hold on. Yeah. This is like yes. not quality of life with having headaches all the time, like feeling, working like this in this capacity, like anxious. And you took the choice to take the time off and explore and unlearn. Like you said, because so much of our, how we need to work, how we need to show up in life, definitions of success are it's not our yeah. own personal definition and it's like an ongoing of checking in with ourselves right and saying like okay is this good for me or is this like I'm thinking I need all these things or need to do this because this is a outside influence definition exactly. of success the
1: influence like I was again like we mentioned i i was an uh, overachiever when I was a kid and through that point I think the last row was I was thinking that oh my colleague was there and he's now here and i'm here but i'm you know what it's it's okay like i i i love myself at that point I, said, I love myself i it's okay that may be his path i'm gonna choose another path and something something is out there for me so yeah
0: yeah yeah and it's like so much of that journey with ourselves and how we're being with ourselves makes such a difference and we can still like be high performers but on mm-hmm. our own, on our own Accord terms, and in our own
1: chosen field. Yeah, and, that and don't have that to sacrifice with our your health. You
0: yeah, our mental state, <laughs> our values. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, it's like I know. I, I to think. To even think about it, some of my friends are Are you, you going to come back?
0: No, I love my life right now. <laughs> Yeah, you said something that I want to expand on, like when your boss would text you. So I used to notice when I would get a text from people, it was like, I need to talk or like, I would automatically go to this (laughs) like, uh uh-oh, either I'm in trouble or something bad. And so when these kinds of things come up and our response to a situation seems very intense, it can be an opportunity to look back in the past like when did i have this i'm in trouble or when did i have the oh it's bad news and for me yeah i was able to connect a lot of that to my dad dying and getting the bad news so when i did that inner child healing around that point in my time and in my life it really helped me be able to say like Oh, okay. This is just a text. Somebody needs to talk and and recognize where that automatic assumption of this is going to be a catastrophe came from. Yeah. So for anybody exactly. listening, when your response to something seems like huge, it can be another opportunity to say, "Hold on, there's some healing here. What is yes. my what is yes. my um, inner child need, or what is like that shadow or that dark spot of myself? What is this sad part or?" Angry part. What are they trying to tell me here? They, What's going yeah. on with them? Yeah, because we can just disregard it, or we treat it like it's a reality, right? Like somebody says something yep. that brings up an insecurity, and we like lash out or melt down, and like, how could yeah. you? Oh my gosh! And the first <laughs> like, I was just asking you a question or <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? But, oh, yeah. So it's, a, yes. it's a information that we can really use to empower ourselves.
1: If we choose. Yeah, if you choose. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brittany, I'm gonna um pivot to a question that is that is the very essence of my podcast. So this is a question that I picked out um for you. Okay, so many people compare themselves to others in the, this age of social media, leading to feelings of inadequacy. So in your words, how can individuals cultivate a healthy self-image in the age of constant comparison?
0: I think partially, like, put on those blinders, right? Put on the blinders, like, like and the like when and then the come t- back <laughs> to your heart with your eyes closed and, I like, like put, bring, your, yeah, bring your energy back to you, because we outsource our energy a lot. Like, I know you with social mean, media, I'll go so through true. my... Yeah, I look through my feed and I like, I get a lot of positive stuff on there, but then, you know, good old comparinitis, so they say compare and despair starts yes. creeping in and all of a sudden I feel like, ooh, oh, a little like yeah. tension or a little anxious yeah, I, or a little like, <laughs> and I'm like, I got to put this down. So listening to that, instead of keep scrolling through your feed, yeah. and then again, like, bringing your energy back to your heart, to your breath, to like, that self-acknowledgement piece. I find it's like really hard in the beginning. Like I'll ask clients in the very beginning, what do you acknowledge yourself for? And for some of them, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you like, you know, mm-hmm. like give yourself some acknowledgement or credit or gratitude for. And so getting in the practice of doing that is important. And then back to self-compassion, Acknowledging, like, hey, I'm judging myself for this, right? Yeah, or I'm judging yeah. this other person for whatever, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because we'll either compare to make ourselves feel inferior, or we'll compare mm-hmm. to make ourselves feel superior. Mm-hmm. Both are toxic, you know, that's true. that's true, and it's okay. We do it, we're all like, I think we almost all do it to some degree, but it's like that practice of pulling out of that when we're doing it. The more we can interrupt it the more it's not our normal to just be in compare comparitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you for that.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> okay, so what's your heart's greatest wish?
0: My heart's greatest wish. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would love for humans to live more from love like for us humans to come back to our hearts again you know we like in the western cultures especially live from our heads and i think if we could drop back into our heart that universal love that spans across all cultures all religions um that that would be super powerful and love it you know is of course that that way of being, but love is also action. So mm. I think from that place, if we could drop back in our hearts, I would think it would inspire, you know, connecting with the na- nature and animals and other humans in a way that was really more aligned. I mean, I think we've we lived in this uh, war and love space for what a very, very, very long time, and yeah. You know, consciously, we could have the capacity to live more from our hearts and in alignment. That, that would be my dream. Beautiful. Do you have a mantra that you live by? I have a a, a thing that I learned in silent retreat called bab- Babanam Kevalam, and it's love mm-hmm. is everything oh i love that yeah I love is everything watch. so I'll do, and everything I, I is do love this. yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I go back to that one it's like it's a grounding and puts things back in perspective and then ho'oponopono and that's Ooh. another one it's not necessarily a mantra but the hawaiian prayer of i love you i'm yeah. sorry please forgive me thank please you please forgive me i like, guess another thing that i'll come back to to like just grab myself get in perspective connect back with my heart align everything so, two more questions. What gets you up in the morning? My alarm clock and <laughs> <laughs> My alarm usually yeah, I know, definitely I love <laughs> my my cat, sleep. my, yeah, cat would my be dog, wondering. my husband. <laughs> and also that it is a gift to get up and that I know mm-hmm. I have a, a mission in this world. I say it's mind over mattress sometimes. Like, it's so cozy in that bed. It's so nice. Yeah. But it's like also like, okay, like once I get out of this very cozy, nice, warm space, there's also, like you said, lots of goodness and things to enjoy. So that's one of the things like, okay, got this.
1: So, okay. If you could create a quote right now for you to leave to the audience listening and the world as your legacy, what would it be? A code? Yeah, a quote. Like
0: a, a, quote, a quote. A quote, yeah. Oh, yes. Let's see. Oh, it's a roomy quote. Ooh, what you, I love what you, it. what you seek is seeking you, Seeking two. you. Oh, I love that one. I love that my one, it's, I love yeah. that. One. Oh, my gosh. Brittany, oh. It's been so nice to connect with you, Nicolette. Yeah, I love <laughs> yeah, that quote. Exactly. I love roomy quotes. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise,
1: I'm feeling very good energy. Like the moment you texted me, and I was like, Mm, I have a good feeling about this. I have
0: to reply to her." And I yeah, knew let's definitely I stay have... in touch. I want. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I hope to come let's... your way. I have a good friend who's out in that direction, so I would love to stay connected. And and, 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 and you're uh, uh, in which part of the U.S.?
1: Florida, Florida. Okay, Florida. Right. Have Did you ever you been become...
0: to the You haven't um, been. No
1: no no i haven't oh, i haven't you, if you yeah, ever want to come i would... <laughs> oh we'll <talk> more. <laughs> no, exactly I, i've had i've had i've been speaking to a lot of people and most of them are in the u.s so i've been making friends like i'm putting like a pin on the map like okay i've got uh, people in um, new york and then in los angeles and
0: you Florida. Yeah, it's n- nice too because the landscape is really diverse in the U.S. Depending on where you go, so if you do make it this way and you have a little bit of time to be of able course. to s- go explore and see the differences, yeah. Let's definitely stay
1: in touch. Yes, I followed you on Instagram, so we will we'll keep in touch.
0: Perfect. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm following you on Instagram too. <laughs> Can like, I, hey, I can I share no. about um, something that the audience can get if we oh, if we connect? Sure. Yeah, so yeah. on my website, yeah. which is holisticnursecoaches.com, right. holisticnursecoaches, mm-hmm. ES on the coaches, they can get a free EFT, that emotional freedom technique. They can get a free video for that so they can okay. learn more about it. It's easy to follow. It's like an eight-minute video, but it definitely will help reduce feelings of stress.
1: Okay, so I'll just include that in the caption when this episode airs. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Alright, I think we're right on time. So you have oh, so minutes for you to
0: prepare for 11 o'clock. <laughs> Perfect. Thank yeah. you Nicolette. I, pre- I appreciate you. How can I support you? I appreciate you as well.
1: Thank I you appreciate so much you. Yeah,
0: me. we'll be in touch. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. You, you were
0: asking me a question earlier? Um,
1: how I can support you? Oh no, just being yourself. And, and, and right now I think I have everything that I need. You. Perfect. Um, yeah, and I'll share our, our this episode once it comes out. Yes, I'll be clipping them and then I'll be tagging you.
0: So awesome, you beautiful, cool, sounds great. great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. bye a, a have a great sleep. Good bye. Yes. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.